Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dog Check. My name is Max Loeb. I'm here with Eric Metcalf. Eric, it's a victory Thursday for us, but it's it's victory week. How are you feeling? Well, I feel good. I mean, you know, I, I picked us to win that game. Um, I actually thought it would be a lot closer because I said we're 27-20, but the defense was phenomenal. The, the defensive line had Joe Burrow on his heels the whole time. The, yeah. the, the DBs uh, were physical with the receivers and weren't didn't allow them to make plays down the field. And so I, I really feel good. I mean, people talk about the offense didn't start out good, but the conditions were bad. I mean, you know, they, each quarterback said they couldn't grip the ball. And it was and it was tough to throw. So, but we we were still able to take advantage of situations and score points. I mean, twenty four points that that's that's not bad. We're even having a bad game. So when I when I look at the overall game, I think about the defense played well. We had some special teams plays. The offense didn't play like we really wanted them to play, but that leaves a lot of room for improvement. So if oh, they yeah. play like that, beat a Cincinnati team, and and not play well. As they get better each week, the, the sky is the limit. Sky is the limit. And that that's what I want to talk about first, the room for improvement, because 24 points uh, on an offensive day. I don't think the Bengals have a bad defense, uh, not an elite defense, but they, they ran the ball effectively. There were chunk plays for them in the past game. Uh, what did you think of Deshaun Watson? Because when I watched him and I watched the film back, that was that was the phrase that came to my mind, room for improvement, room for improvement. What did you think? No, I, I thought he did what he could. I mean, once again, we talk about the conditions, but then again, he still hasn't played a lot of football in, yeah. in a couple of years. I mean, what he played, what, six, seven games last year, whatever that was, he played last year. He plays yeah. those games. He plays a few series in preseason, and then he's into the first game this year again. So those preseason games we know are never the same as a, as a Sunday game. And so, and so for him to get in there, he still has to get acclimated. I mean, he had some, say, some overthrows with Marquise Goodwin. But then again, you got to think Marquise hadn't been there because he's been out. And so they don't have their timing. So this is like this is like the last preseason game when those guys were getting their, or getting their, their timing and everything. But he played, he played well enough to get us a victory. He made a good check to get the, the touchdown around the end, on the, around the left end. And so, mm-hmm. like I said, looking for improvements. So you can't help but uh, think that we're trending. Yeah, I think I think trending up is is definitely the right word. I mean, it's it was it was interesting to see the underthrows because it was an issue at the end of last year and I know he's still getting acclimated and I think that that is the biggest area for improvement. There there's a lot left on the table I thought with just 10 15 yard passes that could be completed and probably will be completed in the next week or two. Um, but def- definitely some room for improvement. Um, but I thought he did what he could too. On the ground, he looked like his old self. He was just wasn't thinking, going and making plays if he if he felt like he needed to ad living out of the pocket. Like that's the Deshaun we saw in Houston, and that's the Deshaun I think we're going to see time and time again here in Cleveland, especially considering the freedom that the pass game is giving him. Like he, they're, they're giving him a lot of freedom outside of the pocket. They're moving the pocket for him. Um, they're doing a lot of things to allow him to run the ball. It's a very free offense for Watson right now. And I think that was the biggest thing I saw with him too. It was, he, he has the chance to go make plays with his legs, whether it's designed or off script, not designed, which I love to see. 
Yeah, and that's, and that's you know, and then we think about this game. I think there's probably a lot more things that they would have done had the weather conditions been different. I mean, we yeah. know there's so many things they can do with Elijah Moore. There's some, there's just so many things that they can do with this offense and the, and the personnel they have. So, you know, the conditions. I think conditions dictated a lot, and and then it was at the same time, the conditions dictated a lot, but the game dictated a lot. Yeah, we didn't have to do a lot the way our defense played. They they shut that Cincinnati offense down. Oh yeah, and so. We didn't really have to do much. We just couldn't lose the game because our defense put us in position to win the game. And so yeah. we just couldn't lose the game. And the offense went out there and made enough plays to win. And when I say enough plays, it's not it's not like enough plays where it was a one, two, three-point game. It was enough mm-hmm. plays, we, and we still blessed them. So I, I feel good about it. Yeah, I do too. And I think in any game where the Browns defense plays well, it could kind of play as they should. And you go look at this Browns offense, you say, okay, go make enough plays for us to win the game. They will do that. They will absolutely do that. And I think that that's complimentary football at its finest. Speaking of Elijah Moore, I thought the receivers looked really, really good. Again, you know, Watson throwing the ball is We'll see. We'll see. There's definitely some room for improvement there. But I thought what they were doing with Elijah Moore in the backfield, we saw a little bit of it in the preseason and what they were doing with Amari Cooper. I, I really like the direction that side of the offense is going. Yeah, and I, and I think we'll see a lot more of all those things this week against the Steelers because um, the weather should be a lot nicer. Um, we know that Pittsburgh is going to come with a lot of exotic blitzes, run blitzes, and pass blitzes. So they're going to have to be ready for that. And in doing so, is is moving people around, is putting different packages out there, and, and putting our offense in the right position to to make plays. And so I think we you know. I, I, once again, we didn't throw the ball very well, but the conditions and they hadn't played real football in yeah. almost in half a year. And so. I'm looking forward to them just going out there, using that first game as, as a stepping stone and getting better because now they can see the speed against oh, yeah. another team. I mean, when you, when you go ones against ones in practice, it's still never the same because you know if you're a Miles Garrett can't come off the corner and, and hit Deshaun Watson and, and, and vice versa. So it's just like this was against a, another team full speed on a Sunday, which makes a difference. And that's something that they, had, they hadn't done in a long time. Yeah, it, it definitely have not done that in a long time. And, and speaking of speed, my goodness, was that defensive line all over the place. It was amazing to see. Dang, I wonder what I said was going to be the key to the game. <laughs> <There you> go. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It always is. Hmm. <laughs> <I wonder. laughs> and, you know, and, and they did a, a – Schwartz did a great job of moving guys around, putting them in position. Because when you have Miles Garrett and you and, and the offense is planning for him to be on that end, and they're thinking about we slide the protection to him or we send the back out to chip as he goes out in his route. And now he's standing over the center. That that changes you, you, what you're trying to do. And so now if the back was going to chip, does he run up in the A gap? Because if he does, then he's definitely not getting out for a route. Mm-hmm. You know, to be to be a safety valve, and if you have the line sliding to that that side, but he's in the middle, then we have we have an advantage on the other side. So it's yep. it, it's hard it's hard to do. And so I, I think Swartz did a, a lot of a great job of game planning against the, the Bengals. 
Yeah, absolutely. And we're going to hear both of us say it all year long. It's, it's going to sound like a broken record. You stop the run, you get them into that third and medium, third and long. Good luck. Like there were, there were packages out there. We saw obviously the viral clips of Miles Garrett over the center dribbling a basketball. Like we saw that, but what you fail to realize is that on either side of them are uh, Okoronkwo and Zadaria Smith, two other fast elite pass rushers. Like no offensive line wants to block that, especially on a third and long. Right. And then you, especially when you have a quarterback back there who hasn't played as well. Yeah. Right? So he hasn't played. He's been hurt, kind of, kind of ginger out there. And so, and, and, and worried about a rush that you know is coming. That, that just, that just sets it up nice for, for, for what we're trying to do. And so we mm-hmm. can have that kind of rush up front, whether it be through the interior or on the outside. Now it allows our DBs to play more aggressively. They're, mm-hmm. they're, they're able to, to pressure these elite receivers that the Bengals had and, and hold a Jamar Chase to three catches for 39 yards or what have you. Mm-hmm. So I, I just like how they how they did it and, and game plan. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. We'll say one more thing before we talk about the next game. I cannot stand the, the people who are sitting back there and defending the Bengals because of the weather. Granted, it was obviously a very real thing. It had an impact. Joe Burrow put on a glove those receivers were not getting separation on the DBs. They were not. War had an unbelievable game. Emerson played well. I I thought the DBs played out of their minds. Because it only rained when Cincinnati had the ball, right? Exactly. exactly. (laughs) It didn't rain rain when when the Browns had the ball. So that's why they were able to score some points. Yep, 100%. People need to stop that mess. Those DBs DBs played well against those receivers. They were plastered all over them. Um, Joe Burrow was was throwing it like he was scared because he yes. knew the stuff was coming, and so he, he wasn't uh, standing there and and setting up like a, a quarterback really should because he knows these guys are coming. So you can say what you want. He they had a bad game, okay, but who created that bad game? The mm-hmm. defense. Did. What the defense did made them look worse than they really are. Exactly, one hundred percent. All right, let's shift the focus. Let's shift the focus to Pittsburgh now. We got a Monday night game, 8.15 p.m. Let's talk about the offense first, the Browns offense. What are you looking most to see in that game? Um, after watching or, or seeing the stats of Pittsburgh and San Francisco, I, I think we still have to go run the ball. You know, yeah. Pittsburgh, one of those, Pittsburgh plays almost like us. You got to stop the run, and we run the ball, right? And so I think you, you got to uh, – you got to be able to go in there and, and run the ball, but but more importantly, you, you have to be able to, to stop them from blitzing, because that's what they're going to do. They they blitz no matter what, right? And it's all kind of exotic looks. So mm-hmm. we have to be able to protect in, in that respect. We have to be able to block uh, the blitz versus run when they run blitz as well, and, and just make plays because we don't know what they're going to get. They took they took a beating this past week, and defensively, and so now. You, you know, Mike Tomlin's a great coach. He's going to have him focus. He's going to do some things uh, that we probably haven't seen in, in hopes of stopping our run and seeing if Deshaun Watson can beat us. And so yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that. And, and, and another thing as far as them, us running ball, with, with no Cam Hayward there, we, we don't know what they're going to do as well. So I'm, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to having a, a good offensive game uh, just like the Niners did. Yeah, I, I'm 100% with you. Cam Hayward, I think it was – as of this morning, his surgery is out to like midseason. He's obviously not going to play. Um, I think if they can protect, they'll have their way on offense. 
Obviously, I think they're good enough to stay ahead of the chains. Running the ball is going to be very important, but if they can protect, they can pick those blitzes up and even just stop the four-man rushes. I I trust those Browns receivers and tight ends to beat those DBs. Like last last week was ugly on the Pittsburgh DB end. It was ugly. Yeah. And and hopefully it can be ugly this this yeah. week. Also, I think I think we'll we'll game plan them and, and do enough to, to to win the game. When I say enough, I mean go out there and score points when we have opportunity because I, I yeah. think we're just more talented than they are. And Agreed. I, and I think uh, when you have more talent and a quarterback who who can who can run or pass, then then it puts the puts stress on that defense. And I think that's what we'll do, just like Sean did this past one. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Who's your biggest offensive X factor then? This week, I say it's uh, Nick Chubb. Okay, and, and I say Nick Chubb because I think it's one of those games that you you want to be able to control the offensive line spent. and 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 in doing so, if we can run the ball and make him, and he can average over five yards a carry like he he's, he's been doing, then then I, I feel really good about it because it's just going to open up the field. I mean, we saw what I think Chris McCaffrey had. 150 or something like that oh, yeah. against yep. them. I mean, granted, he had a 65-yard run, but still, um, I think we can do those same things and control the ball and, and give ourselves a chance to win this game. Agreed. Agreed. I, I think Chubb is going to have to have a good game for them to win. I think it's going to come down to their tackles, too. I think those guys on the edge, TJ Watt, Highsmith, it's going to be tough to block those guys, obviously, but now you have Conklin going down. I think that's going to be the key. I think it's going to be fascinating to see what the Browns do to help those guys, too whether it's leaving an extra guy in for protection, which, I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't. I think the tackles are, are going to have to shore up the ends. I trust the interior guys, but the tackles are going to have to shore up the ends to, to be able to, to win. Yeah, and that's why I think we have to run the ball because, you know, when you, yeah. you're talking about DeJuan Jones, he came – he filled in nicely the other day. Played, played, played a very good game. Not thinking he was going to play it, right? But he played a very good game. Now you're, you're, he's probably going gonna to be starting and – you're playing against a Mike Tomlin defense where, where blitzes are coming and guys are coming from all over the place. So he has to be prepared. He has to be focused on where guys are coming from when they do stunts, who, who he's supposed to pick up, and those type of things. And so if Tomlin can keep him thinking, then it creates a problem for the offensive line. That's yeah. why I go back to Nick Chubb mm-hmm. being the key because if we're running the ball and controlling it, then we have an opportunity to, to, to make more plays. Absolutely. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. What are you, what are you looking at there? No, I'm looking for them just to play like they did this past week. I mean, we don't, we don't really know if if they, they can throw the ball. (laughs) We don't really know. And so if we can just get to Kenny Pickett and, and, and play as we did this past week, I think we, I really think we're going to beat the mess out of these guys. They're already there. They're, they're already trying to fire Matt Canada. And so <laughs> we might as well go on and help him. <laughs> right? There you go. I mean, the coach, the head coach even talked about the offense, right? Yeah. And so and, and with that in mind, I think Jim Schwartz will do a, enough to, to keep these guys on their heels the whole time. And and, and so and, 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 and we can do it because of our, our defensive line players. We can do it without having to blitz. Yep. And that's what makes it. That, that's what makes it special is that 
because you don't have to blitz it. I mean, people still will, but because you don't have to blitz all the time, the guys can be aggressive with the, on, on the receivers. We can get the coverage and, and, and make it hard on Kenny Pickett to decipher where he wants to go. Yeah, I think making life tough for Kick, for Pickett is going to be the, the biggest thing. And I know I said it probably five minutes ago. You stop the run, you you put him in that situation. There's It's going to be tough all year, all year to stop the Browns defense if you're in those situations. You can line up three, three of the fastest defensive linemen in the NFL wherever you want and then have them go different directions, go get the quarterback. Like, that's tough. And, and it's something we've been waiting for. We finally got it yep. like we want it. And, and then we have a coordinator who's putting these guys – in position to make plays. And so when you have all these guys making plays, it makes it hard on the offensive line because you don't know who you should slide to, who you should double team, what what runs we should uh, do because you don't know where guys are going to be. And yeah. so and, and so that gives us an advantage with the defensive line, especially, like I said, especially when you can play these guys four across and just go ahead and, and get to the quarterback. Yeah, absolutely. Any specific player you're looking for on that side of the ball? That's a tough one because they all they, they all played so cohesively the other day. I, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I think they're still going to try to take shots. So I'm I'm going to go with Denzel Ward to be the player he was this past week. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I, I I'll go on the other side and I'll go Martin Emerson. I think it's going to come down to to the DBs. Obviously, no Deontay Johnson this week. Fryermuth is banged up. He'll probably play, but no Deontay Johnson. I think if those guys play as well as they did last week, they they should be fine through the air. Yeah, I'm, I, I, like I said, I'm looking forward to us smashing these guys. Yeah, I'm me too. At, at Heinz Field or whatever they call it now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. What they Not Heinz Field anymore. Not right. Heinz Field anymore. Just don't tell the Steelers fans that. Right, right, right. <laughs> and so, you know, I, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna put it on them. I think it's, I think it's, this is a point in the season where we can have the opportunity to be two and zero. Not only in two and zero, but two and zero in the division. Yep. Right. And so this, this is a big step for the Browns because we've had we had the same opportunity last year and, and blew it. And now now we have a better team. We're 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 playing better, especially defensively, and we're playing against a team that frankly didn't play very well in in their first game. Yep. So you're going to get your best shot from them. But and so I think it's. Key to be a professional, focus on the task at hand. Don't worry about what happened to Pittsburgh last week. You just have to look at the field and see how can we beat them. And if we do that, I think we're more talented when we just do, and we do spank them. Absolutely. What's the score prediction? Let's hear it. I'm going to go 27-10. I like it. I like it. I'm going to go even farther. I'm going to say 37-13. I do not think it's going to be close. I think the Browns will have their way on offense. I think defensively, like you try to find an advantage for the Steelers and they've had something every single year they've played the Browns, whether it's the Browns defensive or offensive line being a little bit beat up, them being able to get after a quarterback who isn't great under pressure, them maybe being able to run the ball on the Browns, having an advantage there. I, I, can't find a clear advantage for the Steelers in this game. I can't. I can't either, but we, we still have to keep uh, CJ Watt. We have yes, we have, that, that's we, their advantage. We have to control him, even, even if we're, we're running the ball. We have to control him because we, we can't have him making plays and everybody getting fired up because he's making plays. 
Yep. We, we have to, we have to keep him at bay and and and, and work off of what he's trying to do and, and be special on what we do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we both are on the same page. Browns win pretty handily. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to be a really, really fun game. That atmosphere is going to be crazy in Pittsburgh too. I think that's an advantage that they have, but I just, the product you saw on the field last week leads you to believe this is, this is a good team. The Browns. Yeah. And, and, and we said that earlier in the, in the, in the summer that the Browns are a good team. They're not, no one's really picking it, but they're a good team and yep. they're sneaky good. And so, now after that performance, if it's not if it's not Cincinnati, then then people still are worried about the Browns. But it was Cincinnati, and so that's what that's why people are are starting to pay attention. But we yep. can't really worry about that. We have to we have to get better every day, each game, and just go out there and play football and, and, and see where the chips fall. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for listening. By the time you're hearing this, it'll be Friday morning. The Browns play on Monday, not Sunday. So you got an extra day to wait. We'll be hearing this on Friday morning. Thank you guys for listening. Eric, any last words? Go Browns. Go Browns. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.